0: You're listening to podiatry marketing conversations on building a successful
1: podiatry practice with tyson
0: franklin and jim mcdonald
1: welcome back to podiatry marketing i am your co-host tyson franklin with me today is big jim mcdonald all the way over in canada in quebec just to be a bit more accurate so jim how are you doing today
0: tyson i'm doing great the uh the number of other people that are calling me big jim now is uh it's getting a little bit out of control but uh, Is that happening? No, are people,
1: are people catching onto it. Big Jim Mac. <laughs> Big Jim Mac. I,
0: I I won't name names, but there's definitely been some people that I've had phone calls with or uh, Zoom calls with who uh, have referred to me as Big Jim. So the uh, the reputation <laughs> is spreading uh, thanks to you and uh, the intro. So
1: I reckon there'll be people at conferences soon that have t-shirts, and you'll be able to you'll be able to sell t-shirts that has Big Jim Mac <laughs> on the front.
0: Yeah, yeah. Swag. get the hats, get the t shirts, get the uh, mouse pads, maybe some coffee mugs. We'll uh, we'll we'll stock up the store with that that merch probably.
1: Well maybe we need to put that on the podiatry marketing podiatry dot marketing website. We can start having merch on there. Big Jim Mac hats and, and mugs. It's got me thinking. It's really got me thinking. Since <laughs> this is a marketing podcast and we like marketing, we should do this sure. because okay, everyone. Why we not? we are. No, we're going to. We're going to do this. We're going to come up with something before the end, before, or probably not before the end of this year because it's very close to the end of this year. But by mid next year, we're going to have some merch.
0: <laughs> All right. That sounds like a plan.
1: Okay, Jim, what are, we, what are we talking about today?
0: Today, we're going to talk about
1: YouTube, YouTube marketing for podiatrists. Do you find YouTube hard to say sometimes?
0: Apparently. Apparently, I get uh, a little tongue-tied over saying YouTube, but uh, no, it's definitely one of those platforms, those channels, which has grown exponentially uh, since my time on the internet.
1: So going back a couple of years ago, I would only ever go on YouTube if for some reason somebody had a link there and I clicked on it just to watch more information about what they were talking about. But the last two years, I've noticed I'm getting more and more into going to YouTube actually as a search option first before even going to Google to search for something.
0: No, I think that's a huge point. Uh, if you look at it by kind of search volume, uh, YouTube is now the sec the second biggest search engine in the world. It's like you said, if someone wants to learn how to do something or vi- see something, sometimes just a, a quick video, like whether it's mm. how to repair your washing machine or
1: how to put up festoon lights there you go that was something my wife and i were doing for our daughter's 18th and we really struggled with it and so eventually we said let's go to the tube we went to youtube and there was the video exactly on how to put up festoon lights on guttering Bang, straight down to the hardware store got the stuff and the rest was history
0: no, I mean, that's a perfect example. Um, instead of having to read it, you just have someone just d- demonstrate it for you mm. or do the how-to there. And I think it does not only does it work for fest- festoon lighting, but also can work for, um, you know, different types of foot and ankle related things. I think people are searching there for answers about, you know, they have plantar fasciitis. How do they fix it at home? Or what, what can they do? Uh, what are their treatment options? And before they call a clinic or make an appointment with someone... Uh, that, that YouTube is becoming one of those channels where they they search for answers, whether it be Google, um, and now it's YouTube for the videos.
1: So when you're saying marketing on YouTube, are you talking about doing your own videos to put on YouTube to market your business, or to actually do advertising on YouTube? Yeah, so I think there's a different.
0: There's a couple of different ways to utilize YouTube, like in your own marketing. Um, I think you know one way that can be a very successful use of it, and whether you decide to use it. You know on your website or not but is you know recording some of these helpful explainer videos right yep. so uh you know I've, I've kind of written scripts in the past for some of my previous the clinics i've worked with but what's a one minute or a 90 second explanation of a, a you know something like plantar fas- fasciitis for example what is that diagnosis you know what causes it what are potential options for treatment and then what are next steps that people can do if they don't get better at home. Uh, So YouTube allows you to basically upload that video for free and host it and then you can use it basically on your website to basically embed it on your website. Um, Sometimes people will use private or other paid versions of video hosting but YouTube is maybe a good way for people just getting started um, to upload and have those videos on their website uh, and it can be That's kind of like the first step in marketing is, like I said, those how-to videos are sometimes a video explainer of some of the care that you provide.
1: Yeah, and I know there's other programs that you can use to record videos and put on your website. However, like you just said, YouTube is the second biggest search engine. So people that aren't rushing out going, "Mm, I might go to Vimeo and find out about this. They'll go to YouTube first.
0: No, 100%. Uh, That's the thing too is and like you can have those – a procedure or diagnosis specific videos on your website that's one option but the other option too is let's say you've run some local advertising and you had a 30 second spot maybe yeah. it's like you know tyson franklin like you know karen's like favorite podiatrist so like within the title of that youtube video it says like tyson franklin's podiatrist karen and it's it's a, another way for you to rank in google search because not only does google show up with websites and podcasts i mean if you type in podiatry mark you might see uh or see a podcast you know of but it also pulls in youtube videos so if you have your your name podiatrist or foot doctor and the name of where you live at there's a high probability that you're you'll show up on the first page in Google if no one else in your local area or you have the most viewed video in your local area about being a podiatrist. So there can be some benefits of either, you know, when you do video advertising or you just decide you want to do some video or some video testimonials to have those keyword, those local keywords in the video because that can be additional visibility on Google for people looking for your services.
1: Well, it's true. Recently there's been a lot of things I've been searching for. I may have just searched in Google, but when I do the search and it comes down, all of a sudden there'll be three videos, three YouTube videos they are sitting there at the top. And yeah, sometimes you look through and you go, oh yeah, that's exactly what I'm after. But I'm noticing that more and more that the, the YouTube videos are actually turning up more just in your general search on Google as well. And that would be based on the words that you're using.
0: No, 100%. And the reason why those show up is that uh, video is more engaging than text right so if they can get you to click on a video uh you know like maybe it's going to be a 90 second video about podiatry but obviously google owns youtube so like it's kind of staying in the family if you go over to youtube and then you get sucked down the rabbit hole of watching cat videos or australian <laughs> rules football or you know the olympics or something and then all of a sudden like you're 45 minutes later you're looking for a podiatrist initially and then now, like you just watch the Olympic final of the 10,000 meters or something. So I mean, um, you have to be very deliberate, I would say, when you're when you're jumping into YouTube because it can be a bit more distracting and kind of uh, just engaging than other platforms. Um, <laughs> but uh, but that's the local aspect of uh, you showing up in those local searches um, can be it can be a huge marketing advantage for your practice.
1: So where should somebody start? Podiatrists is going okay. I haven't really shot too many videos at the moment. What do they need to do to, to sort of get this started?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the the first step is kind of knowing those five or ten different uh, procedures or diagnoses you want to treat, uh, and whether you're you or someone in your staff has the ability to kind of like write a script. I think writing a script and and kind of filming, um, whether it be with a with a with a smartphone or a decent, um, maybe hire someone to film for a half day, film some of these. Uh, these descriptions of these procedures, or you treating a mock-up patient with a 90-second kind of voiceover regarding that, I think that's that's somewhere that can be started. Um, I think also there's different ways of going about doing it. We'll talk about that maybe a little bit easier later on, like we talked about. Uh, You jumped in and said a little bit something about advertising, we'll get into there in a little bit. Advertising is a little bit lower lift, it doesn't require any kind of video production from yourself or somebody else. Um, but that's something we'll talk about kind of, as we kind of come down here, but I think one option along with being local, um, and kind of, that can be very beneficial is displaying that subspecialty niche. I think we've talked a lot about that in the past, you and I about, you know, what, what type of patients you want to treat and what you want to be seen as the expert in? Um, so, you know, maybe a hybrid of like, Maybe you're the sports medicine podiatrist in Melbourne, or the sports medicine podiatrist in Chicago, or the diabetic foot specialist in Las Vegas. Um, that's another opportunity. So it's not just even local; it's it's also showing this this subspecialty. So you show up both in YouTube search and in Google search. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, getting back to what your your question was, um, within uh, Google's advertising platform, there are ways to show up, whether it be text only or a motion video, uh, advertisement that can be shown you know, kind of geo to your local area about, you know, if you haven't filmed a lot of video, there are ways that Google does make these almost like text motion video creators that, that do show kind of an advertisement, but, you know, the more you can have your face treating the patients you want to treat on video, it doesn't have to be long videos, but, um, that, that's, you know, being, being open to the idea of being on camera, either you doing it yourself or have something to help you is kind of the first step.
1: Yeah, and I think if, you, if you're if you scared about being in front of the camera, like if you're like, mm, I, I don't like being in front of the camera. I look stupid. Don't worry, everyone looks stupid on camera. But you just get used <laughs> to it after a period of time. But you can start by doing a video and you don't necessarily have to be in it. You can shoot some footage and you can narrate over the top and just put it together or like I've done some for some online courses where it's really a a PowerPoint presentation that I'm doing the whole thing's been recorded I'm just narrating over the top and if you want you can sort of flash in and flash out without having to be on the video constantly for the whole time so there's there's a number of ways of doing it and if in doubt I I recommend do a video course I went and did a one-day video course beginning of COVID because it was something I wanted to know more about
0: I think that, that you bring up a good point, you know, whether it's uh, Microsoft PowerPoint or it's Apple Keynote, if you have, you know, maybe six to eight slides of, you know, your company's logo, maybe it's you treating specific type, maybe it's just photos of you treating specific type of patients, like in a slideshow format, that's relatively engaging. Yeah, um, that that can be a substitute for, you know, a few 1000, you know, maybe you don't have to get that production crew or incur, you know, a few thousand dollars of video production. But uh, that is that is a good way to start as well along with you filming your own videos is it, like you said, maybe your staff is just like taking some almost what they call b roll of you treating kind of a mock-up patient or, you know, showing an orthotic how you're uh, molding an orthotic or something. So I think there's a lot of different ways to kind of get started in video. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of the the way to kind of I would say, the most common way that podiatrists are using video, the next one we'll talk about here in a little bit, it's a little bit different um, and it kind of requires uh, more in-depth knowledge about uh, different types of marketing and affiliate uh, type of uh, relationships.
1: Yeah, well, one thing that's interesting about some of the videos is one of the videos I shot just before I sold my clinic, in I shot it in 2015, but it's had over 84,000 views and it was... Goes for ninety seconds. How to strap your heel? How to strap your heels for heel pain? And I'm in the video, but you don't see my head. You only really see me from the shoulders down, and the patient's foot, showing them how to do the strapping. The audio is terrible. The lighting isn't the best, but it's had eighty-four thousand views on it, and I have not even promoted that video. It's just turned up when people have been doing searches. So, like you said, these short little information videos. Are, are what people are actually searching for
0: and and i think this other type of video i guess i didn't touch on but um probably the most powerful uh type of video that you can have recorded and obviously you have to have the patient's permission our patient and i don't i know that in australia some of these are not allowed but um at least in the u.s in some states in the us these are allowed but these are these patient testimonial videos
1: yeah you can't you know, do if it you're here.
0: yeah if you're if you're treating um you know, people with uh, you know, ingrown toenail, or you wanna do surgery, you wanna do orthotics, having someone speak for you uh, is, is a way to really um, endear patients and really show, uh, they, they explain the value proposition and the, and the kind of the goodwill uh, and the, the great care you provided them. So I'm sorry, Australian podiatrists, that you can't uh, partake in this, but for the, orth, uh, the podiatrists in the US where it's, it's legal in your state, These are very powerful videos and uh, something that can be used in a lot of different ways, whether it's on your website, on your YouTube channel, with advertising, there's a lot of different opportunities there.
1: Check the rules in your area. If it's just, no, you can't do it, then don't do it because it's not worth getting in trouble over. No, for sure. But I know America you can and UK you can as well, I think. The rules will change. (laughs) One day. (laughs) They always change. They always change. It just, um, and I, I understand like, I'm not a huge fan myself of testimonials that may, I am a reviews, but testimonials, not so much because you no. never get a bad testimonial. <laughs>
0: <laughs> true. That's true. I mean, like, but, uh, I think, I think seeing the experience from the patient's perspective can be valuable for people. Obviously you're never going to see a negative, uh, testimonial, but at the same time, I think people want to know what it's like, uh, to be treated by someone. And, uh, Yeah, I think they can be powerful. But like you said, there are, you know, there are, not that people are skeptical, but I definitely, I know there's no negative testimonials out there.
1: Yeah, I think the only thing is because you see these videos sometimes, they'll have some guy who's got some power cruncher and he's he's absolutely ripped. And yes, I recommend using the, if you want to get abs like me, you need this power cruncher. (laughs) And I'm like, you had abs like that before you even started using that thing. (laughs) <laughs> so they're there it's those sort of things but i do agree when when patients if a patient was talking about an experience somewhere at a podiatry clinic and other patients can see the patient go oh i relate to them that's me that's my problem they look like me they sound like me they're doing the same activities i can see i can see how it can be powerful
0: but like you talked about people have good bullshit detectors right like yeah. it's not uh it's not that that you want the patient to say that like you walk on water and that like you're a god. Unless you do,
1: unless you do walk on water and you <laughs> are yeah, a bit of a know, demigod.
0: But you know what I'm saying though, yeah. right? Like there, there's, there's genuine people that are giving reviews. It's like the grandma who's, you know, who's, you know, bunning your fix or something like that, this, that when they come across as very genuine, you know, people can tell and not tell, but um, I guess we'll move on to the, the last yes. a small caveat around YouTube marketing and, this is maybe a hidden area of a potential revenue source that not a lot of podiatrists maybe know about. So, maybe we're giving away like a big secret uh, in the profession. But oh, here um, we go. One should of the we, big should we ones, whisper? Uh,
1: should we whisper this maybe one? Sh- maybe whisper, whisper just a little bit No, Yeah, you're leaning. Uh,
0: <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to yell from the rooftops. So I'm, I'm not afraid to talk about it. But this is um, what's known as affiliate marketing. So, for those of you who aren't. Uh, for those podiatrists that are busy in clinic and don't have time to know uh, what this is, this is basically uh, selling some products through your YouTube videos or through your website. And you're basically getting a small cut from Amazon or from some different provider. So what I've seen recently is there's some podiatrists out there that have very, very large, either social media or YouTube followings. Maybe they get 150,000 views on a ingrown toenail video yeah. or a plantar fasciitis video and basically somewhere in that description there'll be a link out to amazon um, and it's usually you have to just you know there's a disclaimer there it's people realize that you're getting paid a small portion uh, a commission on the sale of whatever they would were to buy on amazon but you know if you get a youtube channel or you're making content on a consistent basis this high quality that's getting a lot of views um, there's a few different examples out there um, that you can even you can find on YouTube yourself of podiatrists who are probably making a decent side income with some of this uh, affiliate business they have. So
1: I've spoken to a few podiatrists who are making <laughs> well in excess of a hundred thousand US a year just through not not just affiliate marketing but just ads on their YouTube channel because it's so popular now. And this is just this is just extra money they're getting as a so they they could stop working tomorrow and they could just keep adding videos on and they've got this extra hundred k American yeah which, hundred forty thousand Australian coming in, on the side it's not a bad not a bad thing
0: no not a bad thing I think when I was maybe I'm old school and I'm obviously I do digital marketing now so it's it's funny to like kind of admit this uh, on the air but uh, I could never have imagined like taking out my my camera or my, my iPhone and having my assistant, like record an ingrown tone out, like just it seemed to me like what I, like I said, I'm old school. I'm, I'm a boomer as some of the kids like to say these days, but like that, that relationship between you and the patient, um, you know, if, if they give you permission, I guess it's totally okay. But like, I was never one big on, uh, you know uh, filming those kinds of things or I never did when I was in practice but not not to slam the folks that do that but um I reckon good I on know, them like
1: I wish <laughs> I had a, I wish exactly the same thing you look at the the only difference between if we had started doing it ourselves 15 years ago Jim the quality of the videos would have been so bad <laughs> I mean they would have just been so bad that no one would have watched them anyway
0: That's true
1: Things have improved. Like your your iPhone now is so powerful when it comes to video, that people don't have an excuse not to do short videos and be posting them somewhere, unless they just too lazy and don't want to do it.
0: No, for sure. I think that's uh, it can be a powerful way to uh, like we talked about, like show show patients all the all the care that you provide. So I think uh, there's so many different tools out there. And like I said, YouTube is a really kind of um, overlooked platform. I think by a lot of podiatrists because Oh, it's just that video place where people go waste time and, and do those things. But whether it's you know uh, something that you embed on your own embed on your own website, it's a it's a way to kind of begin uh, you know becoming more r- locally relevant in video form, or you know one of these affiliate business or advertising. Uh, it's definitely a platform I think that more podiatrists should get, should learn more about.
1: Mm, I know. I agree. Agree one hundred percent. So this has been fantastic, Jim. So I look forward to talking to you again next week. Sounds like a plan, Tyson. Okay, talk to you later. Bye now.
0: Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing.